Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. We're here today with a very special guest and of course, my co-host JC. Hey JC. Ms. Wendy Sellers, it's such a pleasure to hear your voice and to be back on the program. Let me tell you, I'm really, really excited about today and our guest. Cool, very cool, me too. She's she's gonna definitely make uh, our uh, podcast seem like off the charge smart. <laughs> Our special guest here is Michelle Griffin. Hey, Michelle. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and, and you know what you do for a living. <laughs> so I own an HR firm. So we provide uh, HR outsourcing for small to mid-sized businesses. Uh, my smallest client has two employees and my largest has 550 clients employees. So we um, help all sides in many, many different industries. Um, I personally have been doing HR for about 10 years. I've had my company for three years um, and we're over a million in revenue. So uh, we are a decent sized company. Um, I have a bachelor's in psychology. I have a master's in industrial organizational psychology, and I am a fifth year into my PhD for industrial organizational psychology. That's and that awesome. is awesome. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. I didn't mean to cut you off, but soon no. to be Dr. Michelle. Thank wow. you. Yeah, I am. I just finished my data collection um, about a week ago. So I am about six to eight months from finishing now. Woohoo! Congratulations. That's awesome. And that is what I meant by saying she's going to blow us away right now <laughs> with some facts. Um, our listeners are all over the board. Uh, some of them are HR practitioners. Uh, many are not, but they're acting as if because they don't have either you or me or somebody, you know, uh, permanently on their team, either as a consultant or as a full-time employee. What we want to talk about today, everybody, is we want to talk about over the next five sessions about connecting business practices to the employee experience um if we and that includes the company image too right and it's everything employee related it, it blows my mind when i'm talking to people and they think things like oh marketing or it or accounting is not does not affect the employee experience because it 100 does everything does especially in the virtual world right what I want to ask here is let's talk a little bit about internal marketing in reference to the employee experience, right? Not just the, uh, we're going to be selling almonds or whatever it is to our employees, but really <laughs> internal marketing and what does it mean and why is it important to keeping your people engaged and to keep them on their team? Quite honestly, there's so many people in the past couple of years that are just coming and going between uh, new new jobs because maybe they're bored at work or they just didn't even know there was career development opportunities there. So what do you think um, a, a company could do, a company of two employees or a company of 500 employees, what do you think they can do to better market their employee experiences and maybe their benefits and what what it means to be an employee in that organization? Well, internal marketing is something that I try to explain to companies that it 
to actually get their marketing team involved if they're big enough. Um, it, it takes internal branding and identifying not just your culture and your core values, but living them, reaffirming them no different than you do for your own marketing schemes and making sure that the employees feel valued and heard and that they're, a, especially with a bigger company, that they're part of the bigger mm -hmm. uh, solution and what the company is striving for. It, you know, if you are just a, you know, small person in a big organization, you have no idea how you, how you get impacted. And a lot of times companies forget to remind employees how important they are. And even in my organization of about 20 employees, I definitely want them to know that, you know, every single one of them is really important. If anyone were to leave my organization, it would impact us greatly. Um, so we, we, but I'm also very conscious of the fact that people are not going to live and die in the same company like they used to. Right. And so you should, you know, be mindful of when people leave, when they choose to leave, why they would leave. You know, obviously people are going to give notice and things like that, but they need to understand the focus obviously is retention and wanting to make sure that you, you do have career paths. They do have a way to grow and learn and you want, you know, education and uh, certifications and things like that. They're going to help them continue to be their best selves, especially if it aligns with what their education is for and what's going to make them the happiest, most well-rounded person that they can be. Um, but it's also important for that internal marketing to say that story. People need right. to actually feel that. And when companies uh, just treat a person uh, like a cog in a wheel and they just say, you know, they want the output from them or they just don't have, they don't feel like the company aligns with what they want to, why they want to work there, what they, what they're about and what they're giving back to the community. Um, it's, you know, they're going, they're going to leave. And the internal marketing is a really, really good way for the leadership team to make sure that they're the reason they're in business is and their story and the employees feel that because then the employees become an ambassador too. It actually becomes a right. way to develop the company have, you know, if someone says, you know, I usually tell people when you're in a conversation with a person and you're just getting to know them, the first thing you ask them, like in random networking or just at a holiday party or anything like that, they're going to say, you know, nice to meet you. Where do you work? What do you do? Family, those like, you know, how are you? Main conversation points come up. And so every single person that works for you is going to say, this is where I work. And, you know, and they're going to, you know, if it's a brand name or they don't know, they don't know the company, they're going to start talking about that company. And so every single person that works for you, every time they meet anybody is going to talk about where they work and what they do for you and how they represent you is a huge part of that internal marketing. And you can control that narrative through internal marketing if you, you know, structure it that way. I love yeah. the fact that you said part of that is within the values. When you establish those values, you don't just put them out there. You live it. You live those values. How many times have we seen it where, you know, you see that company value statement or some of the uh, things are listed and, and you'll see loyalty, integrity, honesty, and, you, and and it's given to you and you you read it in the handbook, you sign the papers, you buy in, you're all in on it. And the next thing you know is week two on the job and everyone's talking behind your back and stealing your work already <laughs> and making you feel bad. I mean, it's, uh, we've all seen it. We've all experienced it. So living the values, even, even before onsetting with the entire internal marketing plan, uh, just getting that buy-in, that's that's got to be quite the hurdle. 
let it be for a leader on their own? Or should that leader maybe reach out to a highly experienced consultant to help them move that needle from A to B? <laughs> I don't know. Talk to me. Yeah. What do the both of you think on that? Yeah, so we'll talk a little bit, bit about values in our second episode here shortly. But the one thing that I wanted to say is, you know, the, the marketing piece, don't get caught up with the fact that uh, the marketing department, yes, we want the marketing or the communications or the branding department, if you have that, to assist HR and all managers with the communication. But we we spend so much time and money on uh, traditional marketing for customers. And we really need to just, you know, replace that word customers with employees and, and you know, take the time to market to our recruits, our candidates, and to our employees, because we also spend a ton of money on recruiting. And then we come in, oh, welcome to the company. Here's all your paperwork filled out. Good luck here. When we really should be continuing that marketing of saying, we told you, we sold you a bill of goods that we're an awesome company. And now we're actually going to walk that talk and we're going to continue doing that. And guess what? It costs money because time is money. With that said, I want to wrap up this episode one here because we like to keep it short and move on to episode two of this series about connecting business practices and the company image to everything employee related. So we will be right back in a moment to talk about employee values and company values. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.